Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to, uh, what's this called? Sit for a Spell Podcast. Yes, it is. I'm Jess. I'm James. That went really smooth. That was the most professional we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and probably ever will. It's fine. We're growing up. <sighs> so, Hi. Hello. We made it. It's been a week. It's, um, yeah, it's been so hot this week. It's like, it makes time go by slower, I swear. That doesn't help. Also, I think I broke my toe. <laughs> I was telling Jess this off, off the air, I guess you would say. I, I stubbed my little baby toe, my pinky toe, my right foot, full force into a brick. Yeah, I have like these bricks all around like the little garden in my front yard and I was just walking and fully all of my might stubbed my baby toe into a brick and oh, I have the weirdest do, do that like I don't yeah. tell you how many times I hit my coffee table yeah like, I how know does it's that there <laughs> yeah I walk I walk out of my house you know, multiple times per week. I don't know why. I know. It's never happened. I've lived, I've lived in this house for 10 years and I've never done that. And then one of your dogs made it worse. Yeah. My dog was like walking in front of me because he has no sense of personal space and my toe got caught on his back foot and he got scared and moved. And so that same toe fully went like 90 degree oh. angle the wrong way. <laughs> And uh, it hurt so bad, and I have the weirdest bruise. Like, a, a full quarter of my foot is, like, bruised. I don't even know how that happens. Like, one quadrant of my... It's, like, a perfect square. <laughs> it totally it's, sounds like something I would do. It really does. I mean, I'm not the most graceful person, but I don't usually get hurt like this. But other than that, things have been good. Yeah, things, things have been, been good. good. Things have been slow. Just not a lot of stuff going on. Um, it's been really hot here, so just been in that kind of like lazy uh, funk, you know? Yeah. And this like is... we're in Southern California, the cases are kind of exploding. So I really, really, as much as I didn't go anywhere before, I really don't go anywhere now. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. So back to kind of like, not that I ever changed, but I guess back to square one, but I've been at square one. So. Yeah. Like maybe we were at like, maybe you and I were at like square two while everyone was at like square 25. Like, yeah. but now I'm like, okay, we can. Now I'm like, nope. And I like, Take another and I know back. this is going to be a thing. And I know there's like jokes about it on like TikTok and stuff where like, because like, not like PTSD status, obviously, but it's like causing some like internal trauma. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. leave my house. Like, I'm not getting excited about things. It's like, I'm a Disney yeah. pass holder and they're like, oh, yay, we're going to like, sorry, we're not opening when we said, but we're going to open later. And I'm like, I'm not going back. 
Yeah. It's like, no, I'm yeah, not going to your movie theater. No, I'm not going to your restaurant. Like, I can't. I yeah. Can't oh, yeah. It. It's like making me like agoraphobic. Like I, the other day I had to, so usually I do like pickup, like I'll do like grocery pickup, target pickup, whatever. Yeah. Um, or delivery. Um, and the other day I had to go into a target. Like I had to go inside to get something mm-hmm. and it wasn't even that crowded, but I swear I like almost had a panic attack. I was like yeah. standing there cause I have not been around that many people in a long time and I mean there's some targets there's some people who are just like living carefree living their lives and can say like oh you're being paranoid or you're Mm -hmm. living in fear or whatever like you can say what you want like I am taking this seriously I my 90 93 year old grandpa lives in my house like I'm not risking anything I have my son he's not Mm -hmm. like in peak physical condition, you know, like he's had a lot of health issues. I'm just, I'm taking extra precautions for everything. And it's not because I'm afraid it's because it's just, I feel like it's the smart thing to do. Um, I'm afraid. I don't want to get that. You know what that does to your body? Even if you do survive. Right. Yeah. Literally horrible. You will literally never physically be the same. That's the thing. It's like, what is there? I guess, yeah, I, I, I am afraid because it's like, why wouldn't you be afraid of a, a disease that is brand new that we know nothing about? <laughs> well, and I guess there's like really, really early preliminary studies that are coming out that like, even if you're asymptomatic, it's still making changes to your lungs. I saw that. Yeah. And it's like, what? So it's, mm, it's the thing that we've all feared. And I think because it's something that we feared as a collective, like a human collective, you know? that mm-hmm. we're deciding to ignore it because it's too scary oh for sure it's so, like it's like a survival thing yeah also I don't know if any of our listeners are like anti-mask people which like mm-hmm. if you are you're in the wrong place um but I read this study on also like a very pro- like preliminary study where they they uh they looked at people who were pro mask, who were neutral and anti mask, mm-hmm. and people who were anti mask. Like oh, I can't remember the exact number, um, but it was like some percentage, like high percentage of them, maybe like sixty percent or something, showed uh, characteristics of narcissism and psychopathy. Yeah, that makes sense for the people that I'm seeing on social media. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> like the people who I like mildly know, you know, like social media friends. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're really at that place with no mask on right now? Like, literally? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> so I just thought that was interesting. There's just like a very, you have to have a very specific type of mindset to think that yeah. particular and there's way. That, like, so. like in the South, it's like that macho masculinity, like, and they're, right. I think they're embarrassed to wear a mask. Like it's going to hinder their manlyhood if they put a mask on their face. It's like that toxic masculinity. Yeah, and I'm like, it's just a mask. You see, everyone else is wearing one. That guy's wearing one. He's fine. His penis is still intact, still on his body. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger wears one. Like, how the like much more? One traditionally masculine do you want to get johnson have you seen his arms yeah come on (sighs) anyway it's fine 
You'll be fine. We can go off on a tangent here. This is not the podcast you came to listen to. No. Tell them what we're going to learn about today, Jess. We, speaking of protection, we're going to talk about protection. Not for your face. I guess it could be for your face. The things that I will provide for you today, (laughs) you can use um, however you however you feel that you should Um, whatever part of your body you think I just felt that some practical knowledge in the realm of how to protect your physical self your energy your aura your home would be just like Mm -hmm. really beneficial right now and um I mean as always remember we haven't said this in a couple episodes but just remember that, like, I know people use the term kind of like baby witches. I think at this point, we're kind of like toddler witches, I think <laughs> I can comfortably yeah. say, at least for myself. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't, I'm not an expert here. Okay. So we're, we're researching to, so that you don't have to, because I know that there's so many people out there who want to know how to do these things and want to know how to do these kind of practice. And then maybe they don't have the time or the inclination to do the research. And so all you have to do is listen to uh, our podcast and you got some stuff. Yeah. It's like a nice little like package to Mm -hmm. be like, here's where to start. You know, I mean, you'd be surprised how, like to me, it's so natural to me to just like Google something. Like you're just like, Oh, absolutely. Like, Oh, I'm just going to Google it. But I know there's a lot of people who don't, think that way or they they don't have like you said the inclination or even the type of personality to research something some people yeah some people have ADD some people cannot focus on it yeah some people just don't learn that way some people need to be told instead of reading it you know it's like mm-hmm. I hope I'm hoping that if you get anything out of this that a little bit of help you know in that arena because sometimes hearing it explained to you in terms you can understand it's a lot easier than reading, you know, a thousand word oh, yeah. you know, article somewhere where yeah. you can't, we, we talk or, about it here. I feel like yeah. we break it down pretty easily. Or at least if you listen and then it gives you some like points of action, you know, like, okay, we'll yeah. know more about this. Um, the exactly. other thing I just want to do a reminder of, cause we haven't again in a minute is that um, I know at least specifically for myself, I don't, I do not, I am not a a Wicca person. I do not follow Wiccan practice. Um, and, but I do, I'm very eclectic and kind of all Mm -hmm. over the place, a little chaotic, you know? So, um, I pick and choose, um, what I want Mm -hmm. to use, even if it might be from a Wiccan practice or just a Druid practice, or I know I fall a lot kind of in the Celtic realm. Um, and just like a reminder, cause like, some people are in the boat that if you don't practice a certain way, you're not practicing correctly. And we don't right. feel that way here. So no, whatever floats your boat, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Go for it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that sums me up perfectly as well. There we go. Just, I don't know, reminders. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of reminders. Um, yeah. so let's jump into it. Um, I got my sources from patheos.com, greenthickies.com, which I love that name, green thickies, and it's all about plants. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, crystal healing, uh Brian and saucy.com, learn religions, and medium.com. No Wikipedia today. Hmm. 
So um, there are different ways that you can protect yourself or at least different types of protection. And I'm going to break those down. The first one is uh, preventative. So this is kind of like encouraging good luck, diminishing bad luck, um, <clears throat> looking for good fortune or like benevolent spirits. Uh, you're going to kind of maybe like uh, preemptively uh, protect your home, things like that, right? You're doing like preventative mm -hmm. measures. Not that you have anything currently in your life, um, but you just don't want anything in the future. Then we okay. have purification, which is the removal of negative or gross or harmful energies. Um, this can be maybe you have a spirit in your home that you don't want there anymore. Maybe you had someone over who had just like such a negative aura or energy that you just wanted out of your house. Um, perhaps there was a big fight in your house. There's a lot of tension. You might want to do some like purifications. Um, okay. This can also be for your like individual self. So like this is where uh, ritual baths come into place, um, putting oils on yourself, um, like smudging or smoking yourself or your area. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. So it can be for both. All of these can be for both yourself, your physical self, as well as your like surroundings. Another example is warding, and um, the article says it's kind of a spiritual alarm system, um, which is oh. a really good way to describe it. So it's activated by like unwanted energies or forces or individuals. So this could be like salt at your doorway, things under your pillow, like warding off nightmares. Um, those are just like very simple examples. Okay. Another one is setting boundaries like protective boundaries. And this can be around your relationship with someone, whether it be familial or romantic. Again, please only do these things with consent. Um, it can be like, maybe you want to create a safe place, like maybe your bedroom or your bed specifically, your living room, wherever your safe space is, you want to keep mm -hmm. that a safe space. So you're going to like create that kind of like boundary. Right. There are... Um, physical boundaries. So like literally person, place thing, you know, um, mm -hmm. and then there's psychic boundaries. And I think this would be, I could be wrong. Um, but that kind of like aura bubble you create around yourself. Um, yeah. I think that would be kind of one of these like energy boundaries that you could do. Yeah. And then um, one of the last kind of like groupings um, is the divine spiritual protection. So this is um, wearing a rosary or putting a cross up in your home or um, any of those other kind of like religious uh, symbolisms, holy water uh, that you keep in your home to protect yourself. Because again, it is okay if you practice a mainstream religion and you're a practicing witch. It's fine. Right. You could do both. Yeah. So yes. Um, and I like, for example, I'm sure so many people did this. Um, if you look at me, you would never know, but my great grandma is um, like super Spanish and she has like Spanish and Greek and all <laughs> kinds of stuff in her background and her uh, first language is um, Spanish and she tried to teach me. It never worked, um, unfortunately, <laughs> but she had, oh my goodness, she had crosses in every room of the house. 
like every room in the house. And she Mm -hmm. had holy water in her bedroom and she had holy water in her living room. And she had pictures of Jesus and Mary all over the house. And she had so much like religious symbolism, but her house was protected. Her house was like locked down for her. She felt so comfortable in there. She felt calm in there. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what worked for her, you know, and that's what still works for some people today. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So with all of these like different kinds of protections, there's all like, there's all these different, we kind of talked about it when we were talking about, um, if you listen to that episode, the charm bag episode, Mm -hmm. where I kind of broke down stones, crystals, herbs, plants, flowers, uh, candle colors, fabric colors, like all these things and like their meanings, right? Because you can have all these different color associations, plant associations, all of these things that if you combine together, they can um, kind of like uh, create this this energy that you're looking for, right? Whether it be um, protective energy or strength energy or um, courage energy or romantic if you're in the consenting thing, like they can all kind of like boost these different things, right? So it's the same thing with protection. Um, there's not going to be as much in each one, but kind of narrowed it down to very specific things in these categories. So um, what I personally like to do, and I know we've talked about this before, is that when I mm-hmm. go somewhere or if I know I have a specific kind of meeting at work or um, just kind of anything, I'll choose a corresponding stone and I'll keep it in my bra or keep it in my pocket. I know, James, you do the same thing. And mm-hmm. it's just because it's it's that it's comfort. And I personally have faith that it does what they say they're going to do, you know? Yeah. Um, so with crystals, you can do the same thing. So you could grab these crystals. You can keep them by your bedside on your nightstand. You can keep them around your house. Um, you can make crystal grids. You can hang them. You can incorporate them into um artworks you can have them into candles whatever you want to do whatever makes you most comfortable like for protection so some of the most common stones for protection um is fire agate and fire agate is really pretty it has kind of like a red tinge um it helps you feel like really grounded and physically aware and this one is used for protection because it kind of um sharpens your um perceptions or um, makes you more aware of your surroundings. And so maybe you won't be as surprised by something. Okay. Um, My hardcore go-to is black tourmaline. Um, I use this one more for like anxiety, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's also a super powerful protection stone specifically with negative energies. Um, It could be used for spiritual grounding, healing, um, and really like psychic protection which is pretty cool right so maybe you're going into a meditation um you might want to like hold on to one of those that's cool i love black tourmaline i can't even yeah i like black tourmaline i um i use smoky quartz a lot i feel like it's a pretty good like all around Mm -hmm, like mm catch-all kind of crystal it's on my list um yeah, and I use um, is it black onyx. Is that what it's called? Or just onyx, I guess? Or- yeah, onyx is definitely uh, protective. 
I like I that that's the one I uh use probably those two the most other than like you know it, I'm it, I I rotate them a lot I guess depending on what I'm trying to feel or accomplish yeah but honestly since we've been home on lockdown and I'm not even wearing a bra anymore I haven't been oh using my crystals too much so yeah I think we're all in the same boat there yeah <sighs> so another really great one which when I was doing this research I like knew how awesome it was but I didn't like really know how awesome it was um is tourmalated quartz so tourmalated quartz oh. is a clear quartz that has shoots of black tourmaline in it Ooh, um, that sounds I'm really sure strange. you've seen this one I have it I have an obelisk that I keep on my nightstand mm. that's a tourmaline yeah I've seen quartz. I've seen the one you have and um I love it and I travel with it. So whenever I go to like, not anymore, but whenever I would go to like mm -hmm. a hotel or um, when I went that like backwoods camping, even though there was no people, I still like brought it with me. Um, I always bring it with me. So um, cool. it's super psychic protection. Um, it has like, what it does is kind of like clears your aura of negative energies and okay. um it kind of like creates like a protective energy field which is really cool which is maybe why i was like kind of pulled to keep it by my bed because I, I only yeah. have the one and it stays at my bed yeah love it it's um, really pretty it's so pretty another one um because I know we always like whenever you have like black stones we always get the black stones mixed up because there's not like a lot of distinguishing features you know right like right. with obsidian is shiny you know it's the shiniest one um yeah but then jet and onyx I don't know how anyone tells those apart to be honest <laughs> yeah I mean that's true I mean mine could be anything I think it's there's just like some characteristics but i mean to my very untrained eye and especially it. like in pictures it's hard to tell in pictures maybe like in person it's a little easier but i don't i don't but think i have a jet so i don't think i have a jet either like i mean i have an either. onyx but it could be jet well it's probably onyx if you like i have a black tourmaline it. black tourmaline is also very well let me backtrack Jet and onyx are very difficult to tell apart because <laughs> black tourmaline, yes. unless it's tumbled, um, black tourmaline is very distinctive. It has those like really cool ridges. Yes. And I don't, but when it's tumbled, I, it still even has some like striation to it. So, yeah. And I think black, at least in my experience, black tourmaline is more often than not raw. Like it's usually not yeah. tumbled. Yeah. Cause it's super I think cool raw. Yeah, I think because of the way it looks, it's very distinctive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so jet in and of itself um, can, so say you're trying to like break a really bad habit, right? So jet is really good for like um, releasing negative behavior patterns um, or oh, protecting oh. from like old emotional attachments. So maybe you want to protect yourself from like an ex, uh, maybe someone who's really toxic, you might, or like, you know maybe you're going to a party and you're not going to interact with this person or um yeah perhaps you don't have a good relationship with the coworker, and you want to protect from kind of like that um or create like a barrier like keeping a jet on you would be um super beneficial oh, okay um 
There was something. Oh, yeah. So I did want to put because when I was doing my research, apparently jet is like a sponge and it's like an energy sponge. And uh, mm. it is said that ancient cultures would use jet for spiritual ritual and jewelry. And so say you like come upon jet, like old, old jet, like in jewelry or something, it's like antique or you mm -hmm. just come across it. Just be careful with it and make sure to clean it because um, whatever was done with it before could still be on it. Oh, okay. That's good. I think that's a pretty, uh, it's pretty good advice for pretty much anything. Yeah. That's, like, that's why you like, like vintage. Or, mm -hmm. I even think even just like vintage, like anything like furniture, clothes, like, yeah. That's my cat. Can you hear my cat? <laughs> yeah, it's like you oh, agreeing with you. So like you clean I, your things. Yeah. <laughs> Lens. She's like, yes, please. So yes, I've been telling please. you. Um, I think that's good advice for anything you buy secondhand. Because yeah. Mm -hmm. I think possessions, especially if they're valued possessions, can have a yeah. lot of energy attached to them. Mm -hmm. I agree. Definitely. So one of my favorite ones is um, black obsidian. I don't know if obsidian comes in any other colors, but um, obsidian <laughs> is super cool. And um, I know you have some from this place. I gave you some. So my husband, he, he mm -hmm. does work in, in the forestry department. And uh, he had found, he when he's like clearing trails and stuff or like going through I don't know, forestry ranger things. Um, there's this one obsidian outcrop. Um, and he you you're allowed to kind of like sustainably like pick up the pieces off the floor, you know? Because mm -hmm. I mean it's rock, it's it's the mountains, like this huge mountain that's just like covered yeah. in like this natural obsidian. Um, what they don't want you to do is like go take hammers to it, you know, like right falls and falls. Um, and so he brought me back some a couple years ago and I have this huge chunk that I keep on my kind of like craft shelf, not like crafting, but like, you know, like this. Witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word. <laughs> um, so I keep that there just cause it like draws in like negative energies and kind of clears them out of like specific okay. surroundings um and it's just I don't know I feel a lot more connected to these pieces of obsidian because I know he got some and then when we did go camping it, one of the reasons why we went to that location is because he wanted to take me there and so I was oh, okay. kind of like go around on the ground and move other rocks around and find pieces that have fallen and like take some home so um that was really fun that I was able to yeah like, my own little pieces out of like the dirt <laughs> that is really but, cool. Um, but I mean, it's so powerful because it's lava, you know? It's just yeah. like cooled volcanic lava. So it's like super potent earth energy. It's like yeah. very raw, very elemental. Um, I don't know. I love it's like the it's like the like most primitive like form of energy. It's like the center of the earth. It's like Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's it's like the deepest part of the earth and it's it's really cool to to like have a piece of it yeah love it so much yeah um and then there's smoky quartz which you had talked about um it's just great for grounding anchoring protective protecting your other stones um mm -hmm. i keep a clear quartz and a smoky quartz on top of my tarot cards just kind of as like a barrier yeah 
Um, I do too. The only time they're not on top of my cards is if I'm like charging them like outside. Mm-hmm. Um, the smoky quartz is super good for people who may be like more clairvoyant for some extra protection. Mm-hmm. Um, great stone. Yeah. And then great, like great starter stone. Like if you don't know where to even begin, mm-hmm. smoky quartz is a great, like if you're giving a gift, you know, like to someone or yeah. it's just, it's, it like helps. It's like so versatile. Yes, absolutely. And then, um, the kind of, I call it the catch-all stone. Um, it's a amethyst. It's kind of like, right. That's another great starter stone. Oh, like the best. Yeah. You give someone amethyst in the smoky quartz, they're set. Like amethyst, smoky quartz, clear quartz. That's like literally all you need. Yeah. It's like crystal starter pack. Yeah. (laughs) And because they're so easy to find and because they are kind of like the most popular ones, they're really easy to come by. Yeah. And usually relatively uh, cheap or, you know, affordable. Mm -hmm. Um, So amethyst is just super protective. It has a high spiritual vibration, which is why everyone loves it. It's kind of like a, the article described it as like a natural tranquilizer, kind of like dispels Mm -hmm. everything, you know? it's another stone I take with me when I travel. Oh, um, that's a good one. And I know we've said it before, but I have the one James gave me in my car. Not that I've been mm. driving. Um, and then fluorite or like rainbow fluorite, um, a, a super protective. That's the like green and purple one. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone loves rainbow fluorite because it's so green and purple and so pretty. It's very pretty. Um, but it's super protective. And again, it's just dispels negative energies um cleanses and stabilizes so it's great yeah um and then you have jasper and red jasper so um jasper is really great at aligning chakras so like kind of like protecting your inner self um way way back in the day uh there's like legends that say jasper would drive away evil spirits protect against like animal bites like just like things like that um and then red jasper is uh kind of like it like neutralize it's again it's like a neutralizer right right so you hold it with you it can kind of like neutralize those um negative energies okay and then just for funsies i put in <laughs> like um the best stones to kind of like protect against like ghosts like spirits because i mean some people deal with that like you you have so many stones in your house though but i think you just have too many people in your home who draw that stuff into them but um tourmaline onyx and smoky quartz are supposed to help protect you against maybe some unwanted spirits yeah i think uh when it comes to my spirits i think it's just i don't think it's the I don't think it matters where I live. I think it's uh it's us. It's me. It's my Yeah, I agree. It's a thing. Yeah. I can can't ever seem to get rid of them. You'll just need <laughs> like a couch size smoky quartz. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> most most of I would say ninety five percent of the time it's it's more of a nuisance than like a threat. So yeah. I really don't mind. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Because yeah. you would need a whole heck of a lot of stones. I just need to like live in a smoky quartz. Oh, that'd be so pretty. 
<laughs> be pretty cold. Uh, all right. So I'm not going to talk about all of these in detail like I did with the stones. Um, I'm just going to list these off really quick and then I'll give you kind of like a rundown on some of them. And, uh, but herbs, plants, and flowers. One of the most helpful things that you could do is have a little garden or mm. go to your local store or go to your local like um, farmer's market and like find these things, you know. Um, obviously, okay. a lot of people, and I kind of agree, if you grow your own, even if it's like a little tiny little pot, it's like great because you always have it with you and you have like a live plant in your house, which is also super protective or like outside oh. of your house or whatever, you know? Yeah. So um, herbs, plants, flowers, you can dry them. You can okay. have them fresh. You can use them fresh in different things. Um, you can put them into your candle wax to make candles. You can turn them into essential oils if you know how to do that. I do not. Um, no. You can bundle them and burn which again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> you can keep them potted in your home um, or outside of your home, or you can plant them in a garden. Some okay. of these are going to do better in different forms. Um, but for the most part, any of these dried are great. And any of these oiled are great because then okay. you can throw them anywhere, you know, if you have any of these plants dried, you can put them in a charm bag. You can put all these in charm bag fresh. If you have essential oils, you can put them on yourself. You can put them in a candle. You can put them on your pillow. Like I can, I am on the essential oil bandwagon. Okay. Just make sure it's not multi-level marketing shop local. Um, or, or in place of like actual medicine. Take medicine. When, please. when needed. When needed. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't need it, <laughs> like sweet. But if you do, yeah. please take it. If you need it, like no amount of like, I don't know, lavender oil is going to cure your cancer. You no, know? please just do both. Do both. It's fine. Yes. Listen to a doctor, go get your medicine and then come home and like diffuse some lavender oil to relax. You know, like yeah, exactly. you can do both. Yes. It's a time and a place. Okay. So, um, basil family protector home protector so keep mm. a basil plant in your kitchen dry some basil plant some basil in your garden super awesome um fennel delicious um fennel is kind of like it just kind of enhances your courage and your strength kind of energy field okay. rosemary i love rosemary so love much um traditionally rosemary is burned in greek and roman temples thousands of years ago um for the gods so i mean if they did it Let's just keep it going. Um, yeah. Super cleansing, a uh, lot of purification properties. Uh, eucalyptus, the eucalyptus is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, highly suggest, I don't know where you will find it. I think farmers markets have it sometimes. Go to your local nurseries, um, but get eucalyptus, hang it in your shower, take a hot shower, totally purifying. Um, mm -hmm. have it in your home, maybe have it in a bouquet, definitely get some eucalyptus essential oil. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, frankincense is great for protection during meditation. Um, I loved this about oregano. So in the Italian practice of stregera, stregera, something, okay. um, 
they would brew this like huge batch of like oregano tea and then they would wash the outside of their homes with it to create um, a barrier against negative energies like and I'm sure that smelled so good and just like so calming and protective and like comforting um and then all of the above that I just said cook with them cook with all of that maybe not eucalyptus but like cook with all right. basil and fennel make a tea and, yeah <laughs> rosemary and oregano and i mean i can't even imagine how protective a thanksgiving turkey is if you do thanksgiving if you do that kind of thing but um um i cannot push lavender enough um lavender outside your front door or outside a door for protection for luck, I'm um, keeping lavender inside your house, dried, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, creates, again, a barrier. Um, putting lavender under your pillow helps against nightmares. So that's mm. great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then vetver um, is very purifying. Sandalwood is for protection during like clairvoyance, divination. So a lot of people, there's a lot of times there's always sandalwood and like candles and incense. Um, right. Because it's really great for meditation. So if you're going to do yeah. your cards, if you're going to um, do any kind of divination um, or meditation, sandalwood is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room white sage Mm. so white sage is probably the number one used purification thing in the craft right right and there is a huge clash of ideals and opinions when it comes to using white sage sage in general burning things in general okay right um i'm not an expert I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to ask you if you are going to use white sage to do it sustainably. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you to do your research um, Mm -hmm. into if it's something you should be doing or want to be doing. Um, But I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's not my place. Um, Just do your due diligence. Try I, not I will to say, buy it from big box stores because I can guarantee you that that is not sustainable. Um, yes. And the only thing I have to say about white, well, this is pretty much anything, anything that has to, in the realm of the, these practices, come from a place of respect. Yeah. If you are going to use white sage, you have to know where it comes from. You have to know mm-hmm. the the history behind it because yes, white sage, especially now is, you know, quote unquote trendy and there's nothing wrong with something like this being popular, but if you're, if it becomes popular and loses its historical significance, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. So if you're going to use white sage, do it with respect, pay respect to those who were, um, you know, people were ostracized, people were killed, people were made fun of for something that now is seen as trendy and cool. And people are putting them, they sell it, they're selling it in Sephora. They're putting it in their, you know, in their monthly subscription boxes. People are making money off of it. There was like, yeah, there was like a kit. It might've been Ulta. There was like a kit that they sold. Please don't buy that. 
That's yes. no work for you. So yeah. So like the monetization of it, I do have an issue with, but if you're going to grow Sage and use it and, you know, be respectful about the history of it, that's one thing. But I think, you know, if you're doing it for the Instagram, I think most people who are listening are not, don't come at it from that place. Yeah, I agree. But I just think it's important to know the background and to just have respect for the culture that you are, you are engaging with and taking from, because that is especially, and I know a lot of like indigenous and native um, cultures, white sage is sacred. Yes. So just come from a place of humbleness and understanding and respect. And I think your intentions, um, you know, they may be perceived differently because I mean, again, I'm, I'm not um, indigenous. So like Jess said, we can't tell you what to do or what not to do where that's on our place, Yeah, but we can just give you that advice. We can give just you the information. Of, yeah. But that would just be my only um, piece of, I don't know, thought. That's my only thought about it. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. A lot and there of are people, lots of, there are lots ahead. of other alternatives you could use too. Oh yeah. If you don't, if you, if you, yeah, if you feel like I'm not comfortable or should I, if you're questioning, then um, yeah, you use any of the other ones that Jess had said. White sage is not the end all be all of purification or protection. Yeah, no. And I do have like another list that for really good smudging slash smoke cleansing. Um, so we'll get more into that. But I did want to give you a little bit of background onto the white sage, just so like more people kind of knew. Oh, great. Yeah. What it, what, like why, you know, cause I yeah. know it, it's so huge, but like why? <laughs> so yeah. um, white sage is probably one of the best things that you can use for purifying and cleansing your space um, or yourself. And there's actually really cool science behind this. Um, What happens when you burn white sage is the burning process in the plant creates negative ions. And the negative ions that are created in this specific plant when burned matches kind of like the atmosphere or the air just after a storm or like at the ocean. So, you know, when you like have like a huge storm and you go outside and it is just like, I don't know for everybody, it just feels so clean, you know, that's kind of the feeling that white sage creates. And that's why it's so purifying. And that's why native groups and native American cultures use it so much, um, and have it so, um, it's just so respected in in their culture because Mm -hmm. it creates this like intense purification. Um, That's really cool. And it's used in many Native American cultures as well. Um, It has been traced all the way back uh, to Greece and Rome as well, used in their temples and in their homes. Um, Oh, wow. So it's old. People like to burn things a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think Um, like, like, it's like the, it's like fire is purifying. Yes, fire is super purifying. of course, smoke would be because it's a, like it's a product yeah. of mm-hmm. Yeah, but this smoke and its negative ions kind of like create this atmosphere. So science, man. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, super cool. Let's talk about smudging slash smoke cleansing slash call it what you will. We already talked about the sage. Um 
and just understanding that. So if you don't want to use Sage or if you don't feel comfortable using Sage, there's so many other things that you could use. Okay. Like mm -hmm. so many other things. Um, and you can make bundles. I'm sure you see them on Etsy all the time, but the thing with Etsy is that there is always going to be white Sage. Like half the time there's like always white Sage mixed in with these bubbles right. or bundles, bubbles, um, which if you're <laughs> fine with it, go for it again. I'm not telling you what to do. Um, so different plants you can bundle specifically for protection. If I'm talking about bundles and all the way around is a whole episode, but specifically right. for protection, some really good things to like kind of dry and bundle um, is there's this one kind of like, it's kind of like a grainy plant, um, like literally like a grain. Uh, it's called amaranth and it's gorgeous. It's this like magenta hmm. kind of like thing and you can dry it and put it in your bundles and burn um aspen leaves which are gorgeous and when aspen leaves kind of like like aspen trees are the trees with the white bark that like mm -hmm. super thin trunks and white bark and then they have like this yeah one Very of the most pretty. gorgeous trees so you could use aspen leaves um chamomile uh so put throw some chamomile in there uh yeah. dill a eucalyptus lilac peppermint and then this you would have to kind of like either drip or put into the center kind of a thing depending on how you had it but pinion pine resin um okay. is super protective now if you don't know what a pinion pine is um if you've ever driven in a desert area again just because of our location like say you're driving from um california to las vegas and just like in the middle of the desert you might see some like little kind of like straggly pine trees <laughs> those are pinion pines um they only grow in deserted areas and they have this resin that kind of accumulates at the bottom um mm. and that resin is super protective so you can kind of like go and gather that or you can you can definitely find it at a craft store um or like an occult store if mm. you wanted to incorporate that so um those are just alternatives to white sage. I think there's something else that I'm missing too, but I think it's just because these are very specific to protection. But right, great um, alternatives. Maybe Palo Santo. Palo Santo, yeah, definitely. It's the, that's also some, the wood, something you very would, cleansing. Yeah, I think that's more for cleansing than protection um, still great still so great and also something you definitely want to get sustainable sources from yes please it smells yes. great i think it smells like lemons oh it smells so good yeah all right so let's jump into some salt salt is so freaking cool i love it so much salt is literally a mineral it comes from the ground right? Mm -hmm. We, we don't make salt. We, we mine salt. We mine it out of the earth and then we eat it and do different things with it. And yeah. a lot of people don't think about that. They don't think about like the, the process of salt, you know, like I watched a, cause you know, I watched a documentary <laughs> on salt once and it is the craziest <laughs> freaking thing. And they like pull these huge chunks out and then mm -hmm. they have to like break it down and then they put it in the factories till it gets to like the, your table salt you know yeah it, there's literally like salt mines yeah like it's salt 
quarries. Like, it's bananas. It's crazy. And, um, we have different uh, different kinds of salt. We get salt from the ocean water. We get salt from different lakes. But salt comes from the earth. And what's really cool is like, sorry, I'm going off on another tangent. But you know how like, <laughs> and some of you might not know this, but all the water we have is all the water we've ever had and is all the water mm-hmm. we will ever have, mm-hmm. right? So like the yeah. same water that we are using today in your shower is the same water that interacted with the dinosaurs, you know? Mm-hmm. It's literally the same water. We yeah. use it, it gets recycled, it goes up into the, it gets the, with the condensation, you know, and the water system and it goes in the clouds and it rains and it goes into the groundwater, you know, science, like ninth grade. Circle of life. Yeah. Um, it's like the same with salt. Like salt comes from that water, salt comes from the earth and it's like all that we have is all that we're going to ever have. And it's just, I don't know. Sorry. It's mind boggling to me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's really, it's, if you think about it, it's like kind of, it's, it is mind boggling to think about. Yeah. And I, that's why I just love salt so much. I love salt. Um, <laughs> I have salt on my altar right now. I have salt everywhere. So um, salt practice is very old. I'm going to go on a salt tangent for just a second. Do it if you don't mind. Um, I do not mind. So in Eastern belief systems, like uh, Buddhism and Shintoism, salt was used um, to purify and repel evil. Uh, And some of these sound a little wonky. Stick with me here, okay? Um, In parts of Germany, Normandy, and Scotland, salt is used in or around kind of like a butter churn to keep witches from souring the butter, which, I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know why um, they would want to. Or but. like harming a cat. Like, so they basically put out salt to protect, right? And so back in the day, they thought witches were really evil. And so they were protecting from witches, you know? Okay. Um, I mean, I guess they're just people. So some of them are probably evil. Yeah. I mean, there's some evil yeah. people. Um, yeah. In Ireland, um, there was use of salt kind of like in conjunction with like the Lord's prayer um, for just like uh, cleansing and purifying. And then Mm -hmm. there was this other thing where it would be used as a cure. Like if kids were like fairy stuck. So it's like if a healthy kid like suddenly gets super sick and um, or like young girls would get really sick, they would kind of use the salt to like keep the fae away. Okay. Um. In Bavaria and the Ukraine, uh, apparently they used to use salt to determine if a child was bewitched. Don't know how and or why. Um, (laughs) In Egypt, caravans setting on a journey across the desert would burn salt on hot coal to prevent evil spirits from getting in the way of travelers. Um, Salt was also heavily used in the mummification process. Um, And then a line of salt, this is kind of the one that we all kind of know, a line of salt across all points of entry of your home uh, to prevent negative energies, mm-hmm. spirits, demonic presidents, whatever, presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> works right now, doesn't it? Yeah. Someone just some throw salt. salt at him. Um, Do it. So yeah putting salt on all your points in your home kind of like protects it. Um, a bowl of salt by your bed or like under your bed or ring of salt around your bed is like, if you have a ghost problem that you do not want, um, 
I think we've mm-hmm. talked about that before. Like it does, I know we see it in like supernatural and stuff like the show, um, but it does yeah. come from actual like ancient practice. They just kind of like cool. bastardize it, but it's a good show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then, I mean, if you want a, a gardening tip, salt protects against slugs. Yes, it does. Some people don't like to do that because it, the poor slugs. Um, it hurts them. Yeah, but uh, yeah. It, I don't know. It's a uh, homeopathic if you have a, slug repellent. Yeah, it's. It, I would maybe better than like pesticides. And pesticides are going to hurt them anyway. So yeah, maybe um, if you just put a ring around it, they'll just they'll touch it and then they'll go away. Yeah, yeah, or like put like yeah. a little line so they can't cross it. Um, yeah. but salt keeps energies out basically mm-hmm. is the point it's like a physical barrier which is cool yeah um now i'm gonna tell you how to make a salt jar do it okay you can get whatever vessel you want mason jar big pretty glass vase thing whatever you want just needs a lid okay mm-hmm. um so you're gonna choose your vessel so if you want it small like you want to put it in your backpack maybe like one of those tiny little jam jars or if you want something more elaborate to protect your home, you could choose one of those really beautiful decorative jars, keep it in your living room, in your kitchen, whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever you want. So it just needs a lid. And um, if you want to use something with colors, uh, maybe something like blue or red, something kind of like a little bit vibrant, whatever mm-hmm. you choose, keep in mind, you're going to want to shake it. You're going to have to be able to shake it. Okay. Right. So, um, Whatever salt you choose, uh, whether it's like pink Himalayan salt because it's pretty and like chunkier, um, whether you want to just do table salt, that's what you have, uh, whether you want to make your own black salt, which I'm not going to tell you how because it's a long process and I researched it just in case I was going to tell you how, but there's so many different ways that I feel that is an opinion-based practice and I'm going to let you do that one on your own. Yeah, black Um, salt. Black salt, but essentially black salt is salt, like a coarser salt, some kind of ash, maybe some oils. Some people even use like black food coloring, which mm, whatever you want, you can make your own black salt. (laughs) So um, some people also say kosher salt is best because it has been blessed. Hey, that rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) I love kosher salt. I'm not Jewish, but I love kosher salt. Kosher salt. I think it tastes... I think it just tastes, I think it's pink Himalayan salt and kosher salt taste the best to me. I love pink Himalayan salt. Yeah, I don't know why. It's beautiful. Yeah. I like a good chunky salt. Yeah, me you too. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so once you have your salt in your jar, you're going to essentially, so this kind, this, um, the person who wrote this calls it a petition. Um, okay. but it could be an, in- uh, an intention or an incantation, um, written down, right? Like the, prote- basically it's the protection that you're seeking. Okay. Okay. Um, now you're going to fill your jar with the salt. You're going to leave some space at the top. You're going to breathe into the jar, like just kind of like expel your breath into the jar. Be careful. The salt's going to go places. Um, mm-hmm. so don't inhale. Um, 
And then you're going to breathe into the cap of the jar as well, kind of just like spilling your intentions out with your breath, right? Um, make sure that your petition is in the salt before you do that and then seal it so that you have some of your like leftover breath in the jar with the salt and the paper. Yes? With me? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you're going to hold the jar in your hands and you're going to kind of just say what you will. Now, okay, here's where I kind of vary a little bit from the norm. Or I don't, okay. actually, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> you know how you can get like spell books or like Google spells or Google incantations or Google intentions or whatever, and they'll just give you the words, you know? Right. I prefer my own. And there are people who prefer their own. Um, mm -hmm. There are people who prefer the ready-made, which is fine. That is perfect. Do what you do. Um, so I, I do have a written example. So if you want it, just re-listen to this, rewind and write mm -hmm. it down. Um, but if you don't, make up your own. Okay? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to backtrack to your piece of paper. Okay? Because yeah. you're going to want this on your piece of paper, but you're going to want to also say it out loud. So you might want to write it down twice, like if you don't have a good memory like me. Um, so one on the paper and then one for you to recite, like when you're holding it. Um, yeah. You want to write your name three times because it's for you, right? Um, yes. Or maybe you want to write your home three times or you want to write your children's names three times or whatever, you know, whatever you're trying to protect. Um. You're going to turn that paper um, 90 degrees clockwise or just turn it. Um, and then you're going to write and say um, something like, uh, may I be cleansed, purified, and protected today, yesterday, and all of my days. Um, and then you could finish with whatever you're comfortable with. Blessed be, may it be so, it is done, amen, What like whatever is your comfort. Yeah. Um, so that's what you're going to put on the paper and then that's what you're going to say out loud. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then once you do all those things, uh, you just set it where it wants to go. You could keep it there always. You could refresh it every month. You could refresh it on the Sabbaths, whatever you want to do. Um, when uh -huh. you don't need it anymore, you could always use the salt to make black salt. If it's not already, you could use it for your doorways. Cook with it if you didn't put anything else in there, you know, whatever you want to do. So you can also add whatever you want to the jar. Any of the, uh, as forementioned, herbs, plants, flowers, crystals, and stones, throw them in there. Yeah, enhance them. Yeah, so whatever you want to put in there, you can put in there. It doesn't just have to be salt in your paper. You can put, obviously, whatever um, you feel is going to enhance the protection more. Yeah, just like oh. anything, it, it can be very personalized. You know, like yeah. this is for you, for your home or self or loved ones or whatever exactly yeah like make it as personal as you feel like you need to mm -hmm. so super simple really good um kind of like little activity if you wanted to get one of those going in your home it's probably stuff you already have too like everybody has salt oh, in their house sure. you know, yeah like, and a piece of paper mm -hmm. use a piece you use, use a piece of junk mail you know <laughs> yeah for sure use an envelope um just like a really quick note on candles, uh, candles, 
are super purifying. They're super protective depending on what you're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you're going to like make your own or if you're going to purchase them, candles can be infused with all of these protective essential oils, make your own blend, make your own candles. You can dry um, some herbs or buy some dried herbs and like throw them in there, put the flowers in there. You can, candles really are like just this awesome kind of like blank canvas, you know? Yeah. Um, because you can get the wax and the oils and whatever you want and kind of just make something that is very specific to your needs. Um, uh-huh. And these days, if you go on Etsy, you can probably find something super specific to your needs, which is great. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. There's tons and tons of um, shops that sell like very specific types of like pre-made candles, which is really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the candles, you can even put stones on top or in them. Uh, really, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I love candles. Yeah. So with the wax, if you really want to like kind of go deeper, um, black candles, I know people think black candles are kind of like spooky ooky or whatever, but like black candles are super protective candles. Um, and they yeah, I think people, the- people associate like the color black with negative, but the color black is actually very protective. It's super protective and yeah. it kind of like dispels the negative energy um yeah right uh red is I put red in here just because it's a really uh kind of like strength color yeah so maybe you just want to have a red candle to kind of like promote your own inner strength um brown candles are for the home and hearth so again just incorporate the color and then white as usual is just like purification so make a swirly candle or like yeah. have these candle colors on your altar or whatever. Um, yeah. And then white is also a good substitute for any color. If you can't yes. define colors, just mm-hmm. use white. Exactly. Yes. Um, you And then when you burn your candles, when you light them, you can always light with intention um, or burn an intention or like burn something over the fire. Um, maybe you wrote your own, a different kind of petition or intention and you want to burn that for like that extra added fire purification, you know? Yeah. Just be safe. Yes. <laughs> but candles, blank canvas, just go for it. Yes. One thing I learned um, from a cousin of mine, um, he told me, like, if you are performing anything that has to have the candle burn all the way down, mm-hmm. use a birthday candle. Yeah, birthday candles. Because they're so, they burn so fast. So like, if you're doing any sort of ritual protection, anything, mm-hmm. and it's like, have the candle burn all the way down, like, say you don't feel comfortable leading a regular candle to burn for hours or days or whatever use a birthday candle and they sell them in every color like, they do so cheap so just they buy are. like a big variety pack and mm-hmm. there you go you got got yourself all the colors you need <laughs> yes uh same thing with like little tea light candles and those um mm-hmm. chime candles is that what they're called i think so those little like little the little ones like like mini taper candles you know they're kind of like birthday candles but like fatter i think they're called fancier yeah i don't know um i'm gonna trust you you on that one know what i'm talking about i've never heard that before no the little no 
I have them on my altar. You've seen all, like the little ones. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Shine uh, candles. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. I've never heard that like, phrase before, but no, no, you're you're right. I think that's like the religious name for them, like the church name. Yeah, this calls it Jeff angel chime candles yeah or tapered candles they're great they're small small tapered candles google it or you guys probably know what to talk about if you don't google it they're great um but yeah can't discount those birthday candles they burn so fast (sighs) yeah they're lifesavers all right and okay i know i did an entire episode on this so go back a couple episodes charm bags great information okay yeah. So this inf- this stuff, you can do a spell bag, a charm bag, a mojo bag, witch jar, spell jar. It's all the same. It's all the same thing. Just depends on what you're going to stick all your stuff in, right? Whether it's yeah. going to be like a little baby food jar or a, or a, a gossamer bag, whatever. Um, but it's basically small bags, pouches, jars that you fill with all of these things and then you do something with it, right? I think yeah. we kept laughing in that episode because they kept telling us to bury it under a tree, which, I mean, why not do it? Um, yeah. But basically, you can make these things very specifically towards protection. So some things that you're going to want, the herbs, plants, and flowers that you want to incorporate, the stones and crystals that you might want to incorporate, um, mm-hmm. a written intention, petition, or incantation that you would like to incorporate, and then your vessel, whether that be a jar, a bag, a piece of cloth, whatever. You're going yeah. to um, place all that stuff into it um, with intention. You're going to think about each piece as you're putting it in. Um, you're going to very specifically write down what it is meant for, what its purpose is. Um, you might want to call a circle. You might want to cleanse your space while you're doing this. Um, Uh and then you can keep it in a pocket, in a purse, in a room, under your pillow, whatever you're going to do, bury it. A lot of them are buried. Just depends, right? On what it's for. Yeah. And I talk about it in that episode. I do have a very specific one for protection though. It is the same one in the episode because I'm not going to reinvent the wheel here. Um, (laughs) so the protection charm in that episode in here, uh, it's a white pouch for this one specifically, um, and the angelica flower or part of the angelica plant, it's a white flowering plant, um, your paper and pen for your desired um, intention, uh, and then any stones you might want to use. Again, just some really quick examples, black tourmaline, amethyst, labradite, onyx, obsidian, whatever. Um, I didn't go into runes in this one, but there are tons of protective runes, so you could put runes on your paper, drop a rune, like an actual stone rune in there. Yeah. Um, anything that's going to generate that like personal energy, right? For this protection. Yeah. Um, anything that you feel focused on. Now, um, some people ask, well, if I put all that stuff in there, do I just reuse it later? Do I not reuse it? It depends. Like it depends on yeah. what you, it depends very specifically on what you use it for. You can burn all this stuff later. You could just cleanse everything in there and reuse it. Totally mm-hmm. up to you. Now, again. You're going to collect all your stuff into your your um, vessel, um, in this case, a white pouch. You're going to put it all in there with intention. You're going to think about each piece as you're putting it in there and why you're putting it in there, what the protection focus is on it. Um, and then you're going to say words, right? So you can um, write your own words. You can look up a protection, um, whatever. 
I do have an example. So I make this bag for protection by preparing the ingredients with affection, take my energy in this time, return it back a life sublime. That one's a little rhymey. If you like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but again, you can write your own words, you can find words. Um, and then once you say that, you can say it three times, it's the norm, um, and then put it wherever you feel needs the protection or keep it on you. So just yeah, little- what I really like about those is you can do like one for your car, one for mm-hmm. your desk at work, like one for, you know. Yes, exactly. So make a little one to keep in your pocket, like mm-hmm. one for your house. I really like that. You can make it as big, as small as you want. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be great for like under, like the pouches, especially like under your pillow, in your purse. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then just, I have, I think two more kind of like little examples, right? Just kind of like round Mm -hmm. everything off. I thought this one was super interesting and I looked and looked and looked and looked, um, well, like 15 minutes of looking and (laughs) I think I narrowed it down that this is a Greek tradition okay if I'm wrong I apologize um I'm sure it's used in a lot of other old old cultures um but it's an onion braid so if you've ever been into kind of like an older shop or like a bakery or um like a deli you might see this like hanging thing of onions right oh yeah 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 that's an onion Uh braid now in agriculture and in like older shops and stuff they put the onions in this braid um to kind of like dry them out right Um, yes but in kind of like older i don't know how ancient but it's very old. It's a very old practice. Um, you would intertwine onions with kind of like thread or twine um, to make a protective braid that you would hang in your home. So um, the article I got this from says it's a very simple protection charm to hang in your home um, because one, braiding is very relaxing. It's very meditative. You're mm-hmm. making something. Um, And you're using the onions both as a protective symbol as well as preparing them for storage. So it's kind of like a win-win, right? Yeah. And and so what you do is um, this one calls for six kind of like regular onions. And you have to have like the top still attached. So generally you would get these if you want to make this probably farmer's market would be the best bet. Um, Yeah. Just because they're going to still be in their full form. And you're going to braid the onions with their long green part with some twine and I'm sure there's YouTube videos on this but you essentially braid all that together and kind of like intertwine the the bulbs of the onion through the braid yeah and it makes one of those like hanging onion things I've also seen that with like garlic too right they do that with garlic yeah I've seen that with garlic yeah for vampires so again <laughs> just <laughs> vampires <laughs> um, we're gonna get attacked by vampires <laughs> sorry that threw me <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um 
onions, I guess, have always been linked to protective magic, which is like really cool. And then like yeah. as you're braiding them, as you're meditating, you're going to be uh, like kind of like pulling out your intentions and like thinking about the protection that you want it for. Um, I did include a little thing. So if you do want to say this while you're making it or at when you're done or at any point, um, it says onions wrapped around a braid. This charm from my home I have made. Keep negative energy away from me as I will. So it shall be. So, I really like this one. Yes, me too. Kind of similar without the onion, but like a Bridget's cross um, and Celtic right. tradition. It's like there's mm -hmm. like a lot of braiding you know, um, knotting knots are also super protective. So yeah, I couldn't get into every single protective thing you could do. Right. Just would be here forever. But, um, I just really <laughs> liked that one. Yeah. That's really cool. And like easy and yeah. simple. Like mm -hmm. these are all, well, they're all pretty easy and like easily easy to get. Yes. And then it's like something cool you can like hang up like in your house near, mm -hmm. where would you put it? Like near your front door? Uh, over your front door in your kitchen just because like hearth you know um, yeah somewhere that's like used a lot or passed under a lot I think okay very cool I like that one a lot yeah and then just like the very last thing I guess this is like the easiest thing um is just literally verbal protections oh my god I was about to like joke <laughs> be like just yell something basically <laughs> like like go away piss off ghost piss off ghost but um <laughs> if only that worked i, I mean I, it, could it work. does work i, I do that work. occasionally yeah. just yell, piss off ghost i do <laughs> oh my goodness but it's just it's essentially what it is setting up your space right creating an altar um, creating a circle, meditation, mm -hmm. what have you, lighting candles, gathering your oils, your incense, your, your smoke cleansing, whatever you're going to do. Okay. Right. You have all your, your items with you, your things, your setup, your relaxed, whatever. And then you just say something like a, an intention, or maybe you're going to come up with one of those um, you just say words, right? You write yeah. the words down. Writing words down, um, a lot say that writing words down make them stronger. Um, mm -hmm. So you might want to write something down first. And then you, once you've had all that stuff, your circle's done, you're meditated or whatever you're going to do, you say it three times. Um, you show your gratitude and then you're done, right? So you might already yeah. have an altar set up. You just have to go write your words, say it three times there you go very cool very easy yeah tons of things you could do so many things tons. You um, and if you're not like if you're not like a crafty person or you just don't want to do this stuff like there's tons of stuff you can buy like etsy oh is gosh, a great so place stuff. Mm -hmm. to just buy you want to buy like a mm -hmm. protective candle um, yeah in the giveaway stuff there was a protection spell kit in there that was super affordable. Um, yeah. If you go look at our giveaway information on Instagram, that company's tagged in there. Um, but yeah, you can buy. Oh, you like can I buy bought so much. For Jess's birthday, I bought her a little 
and I bought myself one, a little protection candle from. Oh, I was um, burning that the other day. Yeah, it smells really good. And it has, it melted like in transit, but it has crystals in it, like probably at the bottom now. But um, they, yeah, it smells really good. It's just a little tin. It's from Sisters of the Moon um, on Instagram Mm -hmm. and pretty affordable. Um, It's, you know, small business. She's a single mom, you know, so like I feel definitely go to, go on Etsy, go on Instagram, look for those Mm -hmm. things because there are tons of people who are making these things. And yeah, if you're the kind of person that's like, oh, I don't want to go and I'm not going to the farmer's market. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I don't want to, or I can, I don't have time, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all, you can get pre-made stuff anywhere. Just, I yeah. would definitely recommend buying small business from someone. If, if it's not someone, you know, maybe someone who's recommended to you or just, you know, go look. Mm-hmm. Just Google it. Yeah. Etsy's uh, a great place for that. Yeah. So. And if you are super crafty, more power to you. Get on those candles. You got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I do want to try making candles one day. Um, I mean, now. I was thinking about that. It's like hot. I was thinking about making soap. <laughs> I don't know if they'll Is that weird? No. I didn't even get into soap. Imagine what you could do with soaps and bath bombs, like ritual baths. Oh, my gosh. I know for Ooh, bath a bombs. fact, Crystal Bar Soap Company. I'm pretty confident they have things for protection. They have soaps that have crystals in them and bath bombs that have crystals in them. Oh my God. Mm. Crystal bar soap company. Mm. Yeah, I was, cause I was been, I mean, this is another tangent. Well, it's a soap. Um, I was just using soap. I've been using like a bar soap and I was like, I, I like actually really like using bar soap. Mm. I don't, I haven't used it before, but you can't like buy soap anywhere. So I'm like down to whatever I just have, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder how hard it is to make soap. I, I have know. a cousin who makes soap. It's very difficult. And she makes really nice soaps. Maybe I'll team up with her. Yeah. yeah. So protection spells or protection, whatever. It's, yeah, protection. It's, it, it's just so, thing. I mean, it can be literally as easy as going to your grocery store, getting one of those bundles of rosemary and mm-hmm. washing it with intention and hanging it in your kitchen to dry. Like yeah. it can be just that easy. It can be as easy as ordering a tourmaline, going to a local store if they're open, if you feel comfortable, keeping it in your pocket. Or it can be as much yeah. as making your own candles. Like you can do as little or as much as you want with I mean the same impact like it just again it depends on intention and faith and it's everything yeah so it's everything like I used to do when I when I was first starting out with like the intentions thing like is like like making them physical things mm-hmm. I used to do a thing with my sister where um we would do it like on the full moon she lives at the beach so we would go out there we would just write stuff on a piece of paper and just burn it and mm-hmm. that's it. Like mm-hmm. you, you can just do that. You can take a piece of paper, write stuff down with intention. You know, you can say some words to yourself. You can go to your stove and just mm-hmm. light it. And mm-hmm. that's it. Like it's, it can be as simple as you want to make it. Like yes. you don't need to spend your money. Uh, you know, money's tight really uh, with a lot of people right now. Mm-hmm. Just 
use what you have be you know be resourceful if you have the money to buy the 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 candles and the kits and the whatever like go for it because yeah. that stuff and then something I can only enhance yeah like with the crystals and the stones and stuff if you have the money and, and the inclination to and shop local earrings necklaces bracelets i can't even tell you how many mm. bracelets i have of stones like that's my like favorite way you know is bracelets yeah. i just ordered two more yeah today. so easy um, <laughs> Yeah. So also like, if you are, so if you are in Southern California, this is only for Southern California, the California science center, which is right there by the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. um, it's a free admission. So you get in for free. They have a, um, like a gift shop mm -hmm. and they sell crystals there, but they sell them as like, uh, you know, just geological mm -hmm. yeah, rocks. They're like a dollar, two dollars. Like they mm -hmm. are so cheap. If you can make it down there, you don't have to pay to get in. It's like seriously, it's free to walk in. Does it open? Um, I don't know. Well, when it, <laughs> if and or yeah. when it opens. If it's open, when it opens, I can't even tell you. When I went there one day, I was like, "What?" Like there's you know, tiger's eye, amethyst, Chris, like well, rose quartz, like uh adventuring like every they had like 14 different kinds of crystals there i just texted nice. my sister like what do you want because look at all these crystals mm -hmm. she's like oh my god they're so cheap so that is definitely a, a tip from if you are in southern california or going to visit southern california and it's open um science california science center um, yeah. i think you have to pay for parking i think it's like ten dollars for parking but other than that get some really really affordable crystals there they're all tumbled too nice yeah but yeah so that's that um as always let us know if i said something weird or wrong or if you want clarification with something um dm us yeah. if there's a topic that you want us to discuss um we love it when you guys talk to us it's so fun yeah it's really um, fun we want to get more interviews going so if mm -hmm. you feel like you are uh, an expert or an interesting uh character in your field like let us know because we are always looking for like just people yeah. who are passionate about what they do to talk mm -hmm. about you know and all you, you can need be is access to literally a device and zoom yeah you don't even need to your download phone zoom. yeah we just yeah and headphones that's all you need yeah it's, it's super need. easy yeah would just dm us let us know if yeah if you're whatever mm -hmm. just talk to us so we've got we definitely want to get more interviews going because we love talking to people who are passionate about whatever their it's so their fun expertise is in. Yes. yeah definitely love so it dm us and mm -hmm. um, yeah let us know if you have any if you have any you know protection tips what do you do how do you personalize it yeah, or, yeah go to let us know we love learning we do obviously i mean <laughs> we've been doing but, this yeah. for long enough but yeah thank you so much yeah thanks for listening uh give us mm -hmm. a review we're gonna be doing another giveaway soon so that's mm -hmm. very exciting keep a look we out are. on instagram at sit for spell pod this one's um, a very interactive giveaway. So 
Yeah. Pay I attention. Love it so much. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. So give us a follow there. You can follow uh, me at Quit Playing James with My Heart. You can follow Jess. Uh, Jess, like J, Jess, a bunch of hocus pocus, but I don't, I mean, I'm a little boring on there. <laughs> You're on your stories a lot. I do put stuff on my stories. I'm very Instagram stories. Yeah. So, um, thanks for joining us. And um, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.